Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, welcome. Yay. More beer today, Lauren. More drinking. I like it. More chatting. Yeah. I'm doing okay. Good. Yeah. Good. How about you? Good. I'm doing pretty Fantastic. good. Yeah. I'm ready to enjoy another brewery with you that I've never heard of. Yeah. Let's keep that trend going. You know what? Maybe that's <laughs> what we should. We should find like <laughs> random breweries we've never, never drank before. Ugh. I mean, There's I so think many, that that's though. definitely possible, All but right. I think that's a little bit of work. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'll be in Wisconsin. I'm going to look purposely at like the Woodman's for like breweries I've never had yes. before. Yes. Or you know what you can do while you're on the road mm. is just search breweries near me yeah, and yeah. see what pops up. Right. And then, you okay. know, try to detour we're to gonna, some places. We're going to continue never... on the random new we're gonna try. breweries. We're going to try. I will say we'll that see. I have one brewery left from our trip. Okay. That was a place I had not heard of. Nice. So when we do drink that one next time, Fantastic. hypothetically. We'll continue um, on. I think I have one more brewery, too, that I have. Oh, nice. So we're good. All right. We'll huh, continue on You guys this. are so lucky. We've got, Look at this. we've got beer to drink and episodes to record. We always, always. Yes. All yeah. Right. I don't think we're going to run out of beer. That's you know, not There's going to be a day happen. where I'm going to repeat a story, which I've probably already done. Yeah, but, but we're, we're not going to run, run out, out of beer. beer. Nope. No. That'll never happen. Nope. Nope. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's drink Oso Brewing Company, yeah. which is from Plover, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And we're going to drink. They have a, an IPA. Is that right? What That's you're holding what we're going to start with. Yeah. Dinky juice. It's a <laughs> hop sticking its tongue out with sunglasses. Oh. It's kind of adorable very nice. little hop. Uh, I have never had this well, anything from this. certainly not. Neither have I. So we're giving it a shot. But yeah, we're going to yeah. drink an IPA to start. Thank you. Why not? Yeah, they're from the like Stevens Point area, which okay, um, is oh. an area that people tend to recognize. Oh, uh, a hazy IPA. Oh, it is. It doesn't it say that. It just says IPA. But I'm gonna go with it's definitely hazy. Yes, I can tell from a distance. Huh. Idaho Seven Sabro Citra. Citra. Yeah. <laughs> Citra. I could have guessed that. Yeah, for sure. So cool. I'm not super well versed on hop varietals, but no. Citra, man, you put Citra in your beer, I know what your beer is going to taste like and smell like. Yeah, it smells like an IPA. And that's what we have here. <laughs> we have a very IPA aroma. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's got a crispness to it that I like. Yeah, it's not as creamy as like. A New England or a hazy IPA, you know, not to say that it's bland because it isn't, although it is very low alcohol. I'm looking at it's this very can. Low alcohol, it's 3.2%. super low for an IPA. Okay. I'm starting to get, I'm getting that now. Yeah. Which, so now I'm going to revise my statement. 
And I'm going to say, for a 3.2% alcohol beer, mm-hmm. this is pretty good. It is. It's got a really great crispness to it. The for flavor is very yeah. IPA. The flavor is tasty. You're right. It's not creamy, so you wouldn't expect that, but it's got a good crisp yeah. hop fla- like taste to it that's this not overpowering. It's super refreshing. Like this, yeah. I could sit outside and drink like a lot of because yeah, a dangerous it's, amount because it's, it's so low alcohol. Really good. It's got a nice flavor profile to it. It's got a nice yeah. crispness to it. There's not a lot of that. Some of them have too much of a kind of bitter aftertaste. This one no, doesn't this have that at very, all. Yeah, this is very clean. Mm-hmm. I don't get any of that. It's very yeah. clean. That's a really good way to describe it. This is a really good beer. And you're right, it is low ABV, but like you could sit and drink this and it's very tasty. Yeah, I kind of wish it came in like 15 packs. Right? Like (laughs) I would totally, this is, I would totally drink this. This is the kind of beer I would drink while making dinner because you go, I come back to it, you know, like, and I'm, Mm -hmm. but what I tend to do when I'm like cooking a meal Mm -hmm. and I have a a beer rather than like, sometimes I drink scotch when I'm cooking dinner, which is super dangerous because I drink it too fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's and then I'm like drunk when I sit down to eat dinner (laughs) and I'm like, this food's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Anything's good right now. Yeah. This is a, this is a really good sessionable beer though. Absolutely. Yeah. I really like this. My initial taste, I was kind of like, Oh, it's kind of plain. And now the more I drink it and the more I think about it, the yeah. more I appreciate this and it tastes really good. No, oh, I really like this one. So yeah, no, I'm I'm Way super go, excited. Oso. Right? I haven't uh Oso, by the way. So Oso is short for oh so good. Oh so good. <laughs> you know, when you first told me the name of the place, I didn't know it was O apostrophe S O. And I uh Mm-hmm. I saw that like right when we started recording that yes. that was what it said on the can and I was like oh, oh so good so good is there uh <laughs> what what it's yes so yeah so Oso's been around since 2007 similar to oh, our wow. last brewery actually um obviously they distribute they can their stuff you know I it's not super widely available I did buy this in Wisconsin so I'm not okay. sure how they're far they reach but okay. um they do can so it's um they started in, in, in Plover. Um, they also now, in 2019, they opened a tap room in Madison. Oh, okay, actually. cool. Um, and in 2021, they moved to a larger space in the same town, like across the street from where they started. So it's like 32,000 square feet. It's like triple the size of their first space when they nice. opened in 2007. So they've expanded. Um, in 2015, they won a Great American Beer Fest gold medal. Um, oh very yeah. nice in 2013 they were actually rated or ranked like the second fastest growing brewery in wisconsin which wow. wisconsin's got beer everywhere uh so yeah, that's they've huge grown significantly um so it's a husband and wife that started it um they grew up in kenosha they actually met in the ninth grade oh they uh they had children very young that's familiar right lauren yeah that's true ninth grade yeah I, that's when i met my husband yeah um but they they had they have two kids but they had children very young i want to say she was like 17 or 18 oh wow okay. um and then they wound up moving to tennessee but got homesick moved back to wisconsin 
Um, and Mark, the husband, was, of course, an avid home brewer. <laughs> of course. Uh, he was a mechanical design by trade. She's actually an accountant for, by degree. Oh, okay. um, and they went back, moved back to Wisconsin. He was um, home brewing. And they the first thing that they, the business they actually opened was a brewing and wine making supply store. Oh, nice. And I like that angle. Yeah. So in 2003, they opened Point Brew Supply, which is okay. where they started. It was kind of like their side gig. They both sure, had yeah. full-time jobs, and okay. they just opened this on the side. Um, and that really got the ball rolling that they wanted to, at some point, open a brewery. So a few years later, in 2007, they actually wound up opening Oso. Um, they're super supportive of Wisconsin industry. They try and use as many Wisconsin products from the canning and sleeves and all kinds of stuff as they can. Um, they also feature other breweries actually in their tap room. So they have around 30 or more beers on tap at any given time. Wow. And a handful of them are theirs, but they also support other local breweries as well. That's very kind. Yeah. I like that. So very cool. Um, yeah. So like I said, they moved to their new space in 2021, actually very recently, their, their larger facility. And then in 2019, they opened their Madison one. Um, they do have a kitchen, just a small kitchen in their their main um, tap room up by Stevens Point, and they just have like pizzas and different things. Their tap room in Madison, there's no kitchen, but they have food trucks and they have things that come in, kind of like a lot of breweries in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you can wind up getting food and uh, whatnot. But um, their Madison place actually kind of opened. Um, it's much smaller, but it opened almost as like a testing ground. So like they talked about it as a place to introduce some of their more experimental type okay. beers before they really wind up getting, uh, you know, uh, distributed elsewhere. Okay. So if you're ever in Madison and you want to check out some kind of cool things, they may have some things you might not see other places. That is good to know. Yeah, if so you guys were listening to last episode, episode, I mentioned a potential trip yes. to Madison. So if you're in Madison, check them out. I mean, there's a million places in Madison, but... I know, it's going to be difficult like to narrow it down. the first one that we've had, I'm a big fan. So they're they're winning me over with this IPA. Um, but yeah, so pretty cool. Like I said, um, husband and wife couple and been around for a while now. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, 2022 and they opened in 2007 and they're still going strong. So that's great. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, so very cool. Um, so yeah, so that's Oso. So... Oh, so good. Oh, so good. (laughs) I actually kind of like that. I know. I think that's going to be coming back. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. So as we drink our beers, let's talk about what did we want to be when we grew up? Yeah. What did we want to be when we grew up? Or our kids or our husbands or anyone who is willing to share some of their aspirations. It's been a while since I've surveyed, and I did a little bit of a okay. survey on oh, this good, one. Good. So I got a couple of people to weigh nice. in. Okay. Uh, my children, of course. Yes. But And we'll get there. I'm going to start with myself, though. Oh, okay. I went through a series of mm. aspirations, I suppose <laughs> you could call it, uh, growing up. I think this is going to be a pretty standard thing for many really younger kids, school age. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a teacher. There was a period where I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And I think it was that I liked my teachers probably. And, and not necessarily that I wanted to be a teacher. 
Mm-hmm. Although I don't remember being as impatient as I am now. Yeah, I could never be a teacher. I have zero patience. Yeah, like, I know. I know that about myself. I can't myself. even teach my children some days. Oh. Like, my daughter came up to me today and was like, mm. how do I do this math problem? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I oh, can't. I, I have can't. to, at another time, uh, give you a math problem my son <laughs> had to do uh, for homework the other day that I got stumped on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's exactly. A sixth this is why I can't be a teacher. I so. mean, like in my head, I was like, I know how to get to the answer to this question, but mm-hmm. how do I help my son get to the answer? Right. How do I for teach? this question? But yes, absolutely. Like that is exactly uh, what probably I eventually realized about being a Fair. teacher that yep. that wasn't going to work out for me. Mm-hmm. So rather than do that, uh, I, I got really into science type okay. stuff in like middle school and high school mm-hmm. i really enjoyed anatomy and microbiology not for me yeah yeah, yeah. i know your husband was in my class he was me. he was in both probably but i yes, was not I a think fan. he was yeah. um i really that was miss really Woj, right miss Woj. Yep, that was, was totally really in. interesting to me i was really enjoyable i loved microbiology when we went away to u of i when we went away mm-hmm. to college i actually took a microbiology course oh. as my science requirement. Oh, cool. Because I had to take something. Sure. You have to take one. Yeah, I don't even Which remember seems what I kind of absurd in the college setting. I kind of don't understand why you still have to take like general Gen education. I know. I don't, I still don't get that, but whatever. Yeah. Like, are we still doing the thing where you're going to tell me that I'm going to use the Pythagorean theorem yeah. in everyday life? Are we still doing that? Like, yeah, it seems it's silly. Totally not valid. Yeah. I also <laughs> could go on and on and on about how I believe that most jobs you would be better suited for them by doing some sort of apprenticeship rather than even getting formal schooling oh 100 percent. but let's yeah, not yeah, go there right. that's, a, that's a story things. for another yes. day perhaps <laughs> um but yes i was super into it i really appreciated microbiology i read some books about infectious disease mm. which is what i found really interesting i read the hot zone by richard preston which is a book oh, about yeah. ebola mm-hmm and it was just like super intriguing to hmm. me. My sister-in-law uh, graduated from medical school, and uh, back when I was probably like a freshman in college okay. or maybe a senior in high school, sure. one of those two. And I went to her graduation, and the speaker at her graduation was William Close, who's hmm. Glenn Close's father. Oh wow! And he was actually an infectious disease doctor. Uh, that worked in the Congo for quite some time wow, and wrote a book about really cool. working in the Congo and working with Ebola and things like that. And I was super intrigued. I bought his book and yeah. he was really awesome. And uh, yeah, so if I had to pick one thing that I still want to be, I would say sure. that. Okay. I kind of want to do infectious disease research, which is seems kind of on the nose right these now. days, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is just kind of ironic, to be honest with you. It's not, it's, mm-hmm. it's, not a coincidence it's just that's how it worked out um (laughs) i just find it very interesting i still do that's cool yeah something that keeps your interest is way more exciting to have as a career than something that does not keep your interest yeah so So i felt that way i assumed i would do some kind of research do Mm -hmm. like lab work or something i don't I didn't want to be a doctor. Yeah. I don't want to be out in the disease area. No, but research I was more, yeah. yeah. I, and the reason I didn't keep going in college with it was because I was afraid that I would get tripped up by the other math or science-related mm. fields I would be required to study 
to, to go keep, with that to yeah. major mm-hmm. in it or to, to yep. get a There's PhD. A lot of math required in a lot of that as yeah, well. Yeah, and you know, I can barely balance my checkbook, you guys. <laughs> so like, not that anybody does that anymore officially. <laughs> my father will forever until well, he dies. Yes, my father yes. also does. He does this thing where he highlights the charges on the credit card bill and then asks you what they are. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. <laughs> I like it because it's like a game. <laughs> and sometimes I don't know yeah. because what the description is on the credit card it's bill totally isn't super straightforward. Right, right, You're right. like, what's what's the ABV company? And and you don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like Google it. And oh, yeah, I bought this from them. Got oh. it. <laughs> it's a piece yeah. of equipment that we bought for the shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But yes. So, um, okay. So, so I kind of got scared off by mm-hmm. the other things I would have to study to support that and decided to become a political science major instead, mm. which I use every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So as a result, I went to law school, which yeah. people probably know because I've talked about it before mm-hmm. because I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Before I went away to law school, I got my real estate license. And while I was in law school, I did do a little bit of work in real estate. I helped a couple people find their house and stuff like that. Pretty low-key stuff. Not a lot. Not super involved. Mm -hmm. Um, And thought maybe I would make more money as a realtor than I would as a lawyer. Depending on what you were going into. And, And so I kind of floundered between those two things a little bit while I was in law school. And then decided I didn't want to do either. <laughs> so I ended up temporarily mm-hmm. working for my father at the sign stop. And Years that's later, temporarily. where I am <laughs> right now, almost 20 years yeah. later. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, I always wanted to be a lawyer since I, like, even I really? look back on my, like, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Lawyer you was always to be a lawyer. Wow, that's really lawyer. interesting. Did you know lawyers? Was no, that the motivation? Not really. You knew somebody who was. I don't okay. think I knew any lawyers. Um, I don't know. Maybe I watched too much TV or something. I have no oh, idea. I mean, you know, um, that's but possible. yeah. As a kid, I literally always wanted to be a lawyer. Um, and it's not that I didn't want to do that. I just, when I got to college, thought it would be too much work. Yeah. So it, it was more about <laughs> what. So I wound up going to U of I, and they are very good in their accounting program. So yes. they were like number one or two in the country at the time when we were there. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm good at math. I'll just do this. And yeah, sure. it was shorter because I didn't have to go to law school. I just had to go to grad school, and I had to go long enough to be able to take the CPA exam. Right. And when I took the CPA exam, it was still little bubbles with a pencil. Now it's on the computer. Um, Ugh, so I do that- not vastly different than what it is now but i did take the cpa exam and i passed it the first time and then i just wound up going to work in public accounting and uh i have a job that is a great job and i don't use my degree at all anymore because i really don't do much accounting work anymore right um but it was more about i just didn't want to do all of the time that it required to be a lawyer it wasn't even that i didn't like the topic was more that I just didn't feel like staying in school any longer. That was actually <laughs> a big part of it for me, too. I felt like, and I mentioned this before when I said the apprenticeship thing, I said I thought that law school was just like, it didn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. the format. Sure. You know, I, I appreciated some of the things I learned in my first year of law school because sure. it taught you 
to analyze things in a certain way. The whole idea is you read these cases, you read these court opinions, and you understand how they came to the conclusion they came to. Mm -hmm. And then once you figure that out, and once you learn how to write basically your own opinion, hypothetically, or argument, if you will, um, I wasn't really sure what the purpose of law school was supposed to be. It Mm. wasn't to prepare you for the bar exam, Mm. because the bar exam isn't going to ask you... No. Specific so questions about legal precedent. It was it was it was hypothetical. Yeah. You have to evaluate, yeah. And I just felt like depending on the type of law you wanted to practice, for example, I was interested in real estate law or transactional, maybe okay. in a broader sense. Yeah. And I didn't I think that the best way to prepare you for real estate law is to just get a job with a real estate attorney yeah, just and get follow them around for a year or two. And yeah. then honestly, I'm not really sure why you couldn't do that job after yeah. that. No, that's totally fair. I thought um, one of my most interesting grad school classes actually was a law school class. It was a okay. contract law class. And really because a lot of the CPA exam is business combinations. Okay. So you need to understand how you know businesses are organized and what the different contracts are and different things so sure, sure. but it was a super interesting class but i was like i understand like how they came to these decisions but i don't think i would after that class i was like i definitely don't want to go to law school right. like i don't want to take years of yeah. this it's type exhausting. of class and so it was like, all right, well, I made the right decision. I just stuck it out for grad school. And grad school also did not prepare me for the CPA exam. I just had to study like a crazy person the whole time. Um, but it worked out fine. What I do mean, you want to be when you grow up, though? Landscape photographer. Oh, nice. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with any of the things that I do no, on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, I like that, though. Yeah. I, I, God, this yeah. is so cheesy. I want to, I want to work at the sign stop. I want to do what I'm doing now. You know what? Which That's isn't the great. plan. It was never the plan. I guess I just yeah. became a grown up. I don't know. That's I just, okay. <laughs> That's totally okay. I don't, I, I, I am, I will retire from the job that I am currently at for sure. Well, you know, barring any catastrophes. But, yeah, sure. Um, right. But yeah, Me too. I would like to Knock be <laughs> a landscape photographer or a travel agent. Ooh, you would be a great yeah, travel agent. I, you would be a great landscape photographer. I feel though. like those are two things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Unlike my like day to day job. So I respect um, that. Yeah. I asked my husband this as well. When he was a kid, he um, either wanted to take after his father and go in to be electrician okay or he was gonna go into the military oh okay his mom told him he had to go to college so he did neither of those things <laughs> um so he went to college he thought he wanted to be a cop he didn't want to be a cop well uh and then he graduated college and decided he wanted to be a fireman after going through college and getting a degree that is useless to him he then decided to go back to essentially a trade school is really what like a paramedic school yeah, is. Sure. It's not yeah. a fire academy. Like it's not a degree. It's just like I'm an apprenticeship. You're right. Kind it's a of. trade. It's a trade. Yeah. And so he went back and got his paramedic license in his fire science classes. And he now is a fireman, obviously has been for the last, I don't know, since 2004, 2005. So it's been a while, maybe longer than that. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, so, yeah. So, he didn't do any of the things he initially thought he was going to do. And when he grows up, he wants to own, like, a shop and fix motorcycles. Oh. So, 
nice. not what he's doing now at all or anything that he is i mean he's very good at fixing the vehicles that we have sure um, i'm sure yeah. i'm confident he could do it that but that's what he wants to do when he that's grows really up. nice yeah so my husband when i met him he was going to be a graphic designer yes yes that and i think that and i I want to say he would agree with the statement, although we didn't have a conversation about this particular subject Mm -hmm. today. Sure. Um, He's artistic. Mm -hmm. And he very much enjoyed creative classes in high school and things like that. And I think that at the time when we were in college, Mm -hmm. graphic design was starting to become kind of a big deal and was a higher demand Mm -hmm. field. Now, I hate to say this, but everybody and their brother has a graphic design degree. And it's not... I think it's very difficult to move from that degree to a successful job that you maintain for a long time. Even at the science shop... There's a lot more competition for it because there's so many people that went to... to do that exactly yeah. mm-hmm. so i think when initially when he was studying it and even at graduation time perhaps he would have found success and maybe he would have really enjoyed Who it knows? yeah um it didn't seem like it was i don't think it was what he thought it was going to be sure I, you know i think that he believed it was going to be art mm-hmm. and if if i've learned anything from it's my time art. dealing yeah. with graphic designers it's that it's not art it's following directions <laughs> there yeah. it's almost entirely following directions and doing what someone else tells you to yeah, do so it probably just wasn't what he really wanted yeah yeah absolutely he will he now mm-hmm. uh i would say kind of is in a sales you yeah. know position yeah, yeah. at binnie's he works at binnie's mm-hmm. he's in a manager position now um i think that in the long run he would like to move into their corporate mm, okay. arena and do something in beer, probably, but yeah. even just something else in corporate that involves, you know, just wider range decision making for the company and what direction they're heading. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I think that for him, it's just that it's something he appreciates and yeah. that it, it's, a, it's, it's a larger company, but not a large company. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice mm-hmm. because there's room for things like that without being overwhelmed by yeah. a thousand applicants for the same job true yeah no that's 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 good but he will tell you that when he grows up he wants to be a game designer <laughs> video games although i think he would do tabletop board, yeah, board games, games as well. uh happily and has done a little bit of both of those things you know to a simple sure, sure, sure. extent yeah um, but i think that would make him i think he would really enjoy that and i'm trying to get my nephew Mm. to become a, a code person oh, you know, yeah. do to write code so that him and mike can eventually ah. start their game design business there you go my, i'm gonna try to get my nephew to do that <laughs> my uh does he do code? so my youngest wants to do the um code ninjas the oh, coding yeah, yeah, camps yeah, yeah. and stuff he really wants to start doing that um, yeah uh, there's, you know, that guy who makes like the squirrel obstacle courses and stuff. Yeah, What's his he's name? got the online microber. He's got. Uh, he does courses, and they're yeah. a little advanced. Mm-hmm. I've heard, but I've also heard that they're supposed to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've. My youngest wanted to do it. He also has subscription boxes now too. Yeah, yeah, but they're sold out. But yeah, I've we follow him like crazy. Oh, I'm sure my you do. twins yeah. are obsessed. But yeah, my uh, youngest yeah. really was really into him and wanted to sign up for one of the like invention classes, mm-hmm. and I was like, I do not want to build a robot. Yeah, 
And since I would be the one I that would, would have to do helping, everything. Yeah, I would be literally sitting next to you. I don't want to show you how to use a soldering iron. You're not ready for that. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like I feel like my son could probably do that. Your son like, could I do it. I feel like he could That's do it. That's not... <laughs> that I'm not concerned I'm about. I'm like, I feel like he... My this son... This be like right up his alley. Could so. not do it. <laughs> yeah, he built, an, he built an engine out of a kit, but he built an engine all by himself last That's year. That's pretty cool. And it works. Like, you turn it on and it works and things move and That's so, pretty awesome. Yeah. He can help his dad with the Yeah, uh, he can totally help with the motorcycle repair, repair shop. Um... I did ask the twins what they want to be when they grew up, uh-huh. and, and my youngest actually said a mechanic. Okay, um, because he likes to fix things. That's good. And he likes to work on sense. motors and machines and things. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, he said he would want to be a mechanic for like like aerospace though, or something like a mechanic for NASA versus like a right. You know, so depending on what kind of who knows, he'll probably go in somewhere for engineering. It, I mean, he's eight, so I have zero clue what he's really going to do. I know, right? But forever, he's always liked to build things. So, And he's very yes. good at building things. Nice. So I feel like if he continues along that path, that's totally something that he could do. But if he enjoys it, who knows? I yeah. have no idea. He could be, I have no clue. He could be something totally different when he's older. But um, as of now... He wants to do something that fixes things. Nice. Now, my daughter this week wants to be a music teacher. Okay. Because it's her favorite class in school. Sure, sure. And she also really loves music. So, like, that's something she does thoroughly enjoy. Okay. Um, She also likes the idea of teaching things to children. uh, Okay. To helping them kind of understand so I actually could see her being a teacher. She has far more patience than most oh, yeah, of the totally rest does. of our family. Like she's more patient than yeah. almost anybody. She's I know. like <laughs> she has the patience that the rest of us lack. <laughs> she got yeah, all of it somehow. It the came, rest of us have none and of it. It came to her. Yes, yeah, all of it. So I could definitely see her doing that. But the other professions she's wanted to be like across the board are like a hairdresser, a monster truck driver. A NASA robot engineer. A, uh-huh. Like, she's been literally she's all, all over, over the, the board. So, this that's why I say this week she wants to be a music teacher, which I actually think is probably the most fitting of all of the things that she's wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, you could see that. So, one. like, sure. this one, I'm like, I, I could see this. Like, oh, I get yeah, it. Maybe. Like, this one, <laughs> this one I can understand. The others. You're not, not so much, sure. but this one, sure. I could, I could totally get this. That's so good. I'm intrigued. We'll have to look back on this in 10 years and figure out what yes. classes they're going to take in college and we will do this figure episode that again. out and figure out what and they I'll tell you what actually, I want to be. And then point. at that point, I'll tell you what I want to be when I grow up because it'll probably change. It might not change. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. Yeah. You I don't, don't know. know what you're going to fall in love with in no. 10 years. You don't know what experiences you're going to have. I know. You might you find might... something you love that yeah. like you haven't done yet. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. So. Hmm. My kids. So I did ask my kids. Uh, my 11 year old. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. <laughs> He's. Uh, he never ceases to amaze me. He wants to be a singer. He has said this before. He has said he wants to be a singer before. What I find interesting about this answer is that about a week ago, he came home with a sign-up sheet for the choir. Oh, okay. And I was like, do you want to join the choir? Is that something you're... Because it's after school. Sure. 
And he was like, nah. I don't want to be in the choir. But I thought you liked singing. Yeah, no, I don't want to be in the choir. Okay. And now today, when I asked him what he wanted to be when he grows up, he's still saying singer. But now apparently he doesn't want to sing with other people. I don't, <laughs> I don't know okay. what's going on. I can't answer that question. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's what he wants to be. He has said that for a long time. Interesting. I feel uh, like I, choir would have been right up his I know. alley then. Well, and what I absolutely love about my son saying singer is that I think... That what he really wants to do is beatbox. <laughs> I think that's what he's uh, thinking what of. He thinks, like Bismarck yeah. level nice. stuff. Nice. Oh, I like so it. So <laughs> I also think that would make him perfect for choir because I'm sure no one else is going to beatbox. No, I have Bismarck in my head just so you know. You're yeah. welcome. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. But yeah, no, I'm sure that is not something that most of the rest of the choir people are actually like, yeah, doing. So. Which would make him perfect for choir, in right. my opinion, because yeah. you need a beatboxer in the choir, right? Right. I mean, why not? Right. Everybody needs a beatboxer <laughs> my youngest my eight-year-old wants to be and has said this for quite a while mm-hmm. as well a soccer coach oh okay that's what he wants to do he wants to be a soccer coach yeah. he enjoys soccer i think that it's likely that he'll keep playing soccer you know for as a, while, a child yeah. and mm-hmm. even through high school possibly yeah because he really enjoys it, and he's pretty good at it. Cool. Yeah. And maybe that continues. And I sure. think that, but in the long run, I think that he really wants to be a soccer coach, and I think he would be great at it because he very much enjoys yelling. <laughs> 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 and I don't mean to say that he's a mean person. What I mean is I think that as a coach, yeah, you have to be able to balance the love with the tough love. Yeah. And I think that uh, he would be really good at that. Okay. Yeah. So I could see soccer coach. So one of my kids <laughs> is a total mystery, and I don't understand what's going on. And the other kid, Makes as sense. far as All I'm right. concerned, 10 years from now, he's going to say exactly the same thing. Cool. Yeah. I have no idea. And those could switch. Yeah. yeah. If my 11-year-old is a singer 10 <laughs> years from now, I, <laughs> I will eat. A dozen hard-boiled eggs yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. I promise. All right. Because I honestly, yeah, I just I can't I, picture this. I just, he's such a leaf on the wind. I don't know <laughs> what is going to happen with him. Sometimes he talks about working at the sign stop. Sure. Which I also have a hard time picturing because yeah. we spend a lot of time uh, with uh, dealing with like paying attention to small details. Correct. And Very he doesn't so. seem to really do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a big picture guy okay okay uh well also, he would need a partner that would do the attention to detail yeah i think piece. my actually my youngest nephew it would be very good at that because mm-hmm. he's very like straight shooter get to the point yeah but he's also very friendly okay. and and he's got that, like that the work. phone conversation stuff he could totally do like yeah. he could deal with customers nice. but he's also like no nonsense get down to business and okay. i think that they would complement each other very that well would, that would go well <laughs> i have no idea if my oldest will ever hold a job i mean he's autistic and he right. really is mostly mostly nonverbal. um he has some words but not many and generally speaking will always need some sort of assistance i mean who knows things change he's only 10 um sure but anything that he would do, I feel like, would be something art-related. He really enjoys any sort of art. Um, maybe, who knows? Maybe he could create something in his older years. Maybe yeah, he sure. could. I have 
no idea what the future holds for him, but likely uh, very different than the twins. But Yeah, but much like them and my own children, it's early. Yeah. It's hard to say what's yeah. going to happen yeah. next. Never, I mean, you know. never really know. There's, there's some great... Um, autistic communities out there there's some even around us one of them has a um a farm that they do um kind of activities and just uh not clubs but like social skills for like teenagers and they can come and help around the farm and help do things and like that's definitely something that i think also would be up his alley he loves animals loves nice all animals that does sound good literally yeah, so anything related to, to that, he might be into as well. There's a restaurant in Naperville that opened recently that's a poutine restaurant. Oh, yeah. That all their servers have special needs. Oh. Um, that is I was, super I was cool. looking at their menu and was yeah. very seriously considering going I was like, I really want to check it out. Yeah. First of all, I love poutine. But I but, did not know that. And it's very cool because they are huge into the special needs community and a lot of their servers and hostess and people that work there um, have some sort of special needs. That's... So... Very cool. Yeah. I so really like there's oppor- that. There's op- more opportunities now than there definitely were when we were kids for kids like Absolutely. my son. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you know, yeah. I can remember some interactions mm-hmm. with special needs adults. Yeah. More um, adults than kids when the we working... were kids, though. I don't remember meeting any kids with special needs no, when we were in school. Me neither. Like at all. Me neither. So. Were they so isolated? Is maybe? that what we're... I feel like, yeah, because... Maybe they didn't have the resources in the public yeah. school system like they do now. But when I think back, like, I don't remember really anybody. I mean, do you remember in elementary school or junior high interacting with... I mean, I remember there being a special ed class. Yes. But I also... I don't really remember most of those kids being... Interacting with or having significant special needs. Yes, that's what yes. I was going to say, and I was they trying to find the could, words. But yes, they were verbal. They I mean, were. They probably were. They probably had learning disabilities right. more so than significant special needs. I feel yes. like at the time they sent kids like my son to Elim to a completely different school. Oh, sure, school. yeah, yeah. So they were not in the normal school. Yeah. They were sent to a placement school elsewhere. I when see. we were kids, I okay. think that's more yeah, so okay. what happens. And that still does if they feel like they can't handle being in a school environment they send them to a special needs school my son even though he has behaviors and he is mostly nonverbal, he still goes to public school he goes to the same school that my twins will go to um and takes a he does take a special ed bus so that's different but he goes to the same school sits in the same cafeteria generally you know Mm -hmm. is in the same building as other kids his age just that don't have special needs but when we were kids i didn't interact with any kids that were like my son like at all yeah so it's very different now i don't remember that at all yeah but there's there's more opportunities there's more places like the place in naperville i'll have to find the name of it um there's some coffee shops that really only hire special needs people adults or you know teenagers to work so there's there's a lot more opportunities now than there probably were that's when we really were awesome so that's hopefully good. he will find his place somewhere just like the rest of our children to do something productive that sounds good yeah and so. as long as it makes him happy right yeah exactly. i mean i feel that way about every, all of these kids someday maybe mm-hmm. we'll be happy <laughs> that's the other interesting thing is i feel like 
I'm sure my parents just wanted me to be happy, but I also feel like I just needed a job. So, like, I went and I got a job. And, sure, yeah. Like, right. I don't love my job. It's fine. It's it's fine. I think my <laughs> husband feels that way about his job. I think that he's he's moved from job to job over the years a mm-hmm. little bit. And in those jobs, he has found things he enjoys more than others. Sure, yeah. And he's content where he is. Yeah. And I don't imagine he would move on unless something, like you mentioned, something drastic happens. Sure. Yeah, yeah some I, I crazy, plan on... He gets totally snubbed yeah. for some reason. Sure. Or... or there's a great opportunity somewhere else or some craziness happens. Right. I, I mean, definitely... We, we talk often about yeah. how we're in a position nowadays where looking around mm-hmm. doesn't hurt oh you know oh god and, no. yeah it definitely um, is worth understanding what the market's like for jobs out there yeah and yeah. we've talked on occasion about well you know it doesn't hurt to apply yeah. sit down and talk to somebody and hey you don't get the job okay that's fine you that's already fine. have a job yeah. you get offered the job you go to your current job and you let them know what's happening yep. and then you make a decision yep totally and you didn't Nothing bad happened. No, nope. that you happens all the time, and, it, and it's and it's worth checking places out. But yeah, yeah, I I definitely I plan on like I said I I will likely retire from where I'm at. Do I love it? No. Like, is it is it satisfying in some way? Am I passionate about it? Definitely eh, no. Right. <laughs> sure. But it's a job, and I have to pay bills. I got a lot of them. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I hear that. My I have friend. to work. So. For now, this is what we're doing. And next, we're going to drink our next beer, which is the polar opposite of the very drinkable low ABV. Yeah. This is almost 10% ABV. Convenient Distraction. I do love the name. That's perfect. It totally is. Imperial Porter, uh, brewed with Madagascar bourbon vanilla beans. Oh, vanilla. And Ruby Roasters coffee. I was going to say, it smells like coffee. It is coffee and vanilla. And it's a porter. So we are going to give this one a shot and see what mm. we think. Ooh. Mm. I'm smelling. That tastes good. It tastes mm. like cold brew, mm. which I love. Oh, this is good. This but tastes- I do give vanilla, actually, um, because if mm. I were to compare it to cold brew, I would say, but it does have a sweet. It does have a sweetness to Underlying it. Underlying flavor to it, it has which is the sweetness, definitely... which is the vanilla. It's got the, the coffee for sure. This tastes like Absolutely. an alcoholic cold brew. Like, I could drink this in the morning. Oh, <laughs> man. I mean, right? Start my day with a little uh, convenient distraction. Yeah, how appropriate I is that? I love that name. Oh, so good. <laughs> so I... Yeah. In the process of having this conversation, I realized I actually do have something I want to grow up and do. Oh. That isn't work at the science job. <gasps> okay. I want to be a carpenter. Oh, you're really great right? at making things. Yeah, I, I can know. totally see that. I know. And yeah. you know, my grandfather mm-hmm. had a little like wood shop in his yeah. basement and I used to sit down there with him when I was a kid and I didn't build anything and sure. he didn't, he was a perfectionist, so he never would have asked for help, <laughs> which is, I respect that because yeah. I feel also, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want help from my family. Yeah. No, I, I love it. you guys, but. Nope, totally understand. You will, you will mess it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I could see if if the situation changed, I could see turning that into a hobby. Yeah. That I would very much enjoy. Yeah. I don't know that I would want to make it my career because sure. I think if you're a carpenter by trade, there's a lot more involved in that, of course, but like 
you know, you're going to somebody's house and you're like building bookshelves or whatever. Right. I don't want to do that. You want to build things you want to build. Yeah, I want to yeah. build the collar for my keyser. Yeah, you know, exactly. which is what I you did. You want to build. Well, and my husband actually, like he, he's. He's he's very handy. He makes all kinds of stuff. But he last year, two years ago, made a whole bunch of cutting boards and serving boards and oh, stuff yeah. for like. And he did an amazing job at it. Like yes. he could sell those things for a significant amount of money. But they all looked really good. Like he yeah. did a great job. And I think if he had more time and wasn't working a full-time job, he would do more like that, like build things with his hands, do sure. things, make, create things. Yeah. Me and the, I love that know, feeling. The, the kids, we were watching um, a Netflix show called Making Fun earlier. Okay. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay, it's funny. It's a grumpy guy who used to make like toys for a living, and he starts off the show being like, I hated it. I don't like the city. I don't even really like kids. But (laughs) he moved to like upstate New York and he has this maker, like this shed, huge building. And so he takes kids, send in videos of ideas of like what he should make. And they're completely outrageous things. Oh, yeah. Like the first episode is like a dinosaur taco thing. Like it's a huge, like 10 foot tall dinosaur that has a conveyor belt that shoots out candy tacos. Like crazy stuff awesome should totally check it out that sounds but it's, awesome. it's him and his buddies make things he calls himself a maker he makes things That's so cool in this big outbuilding that he's just got all these woodworking stuff and i feel like my husband would love that as his like retirement gig yeah i uh follow this guy on facebook who used to be a disney imagineer and he used he's to one do of those woodworking the carved signs he, and everything yeah 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 you know him. I do. I, yes. uh, and every time he, he, so I'm in a group that he is also in. Okay. Uh, cause he's in the Disney vacation club uh, group okay. that I'm in. And so every once in a rare while he posts like the latest thing he made. And okay. every time he posts it, I say to myself, how much money would I pay for this? Because I really want name Raymond Kinman. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm 99% sure that's. <laughs> He's his also name. in a camping group because oh. he makes a bunch of signs for people's like campers or and cottages houses and, stuff like and that. cottages. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like this family, like this one says, pursue your dreams. Or yes. Stuff. That's but definitely. I see him. it and I keep looking at it and I'm like, I can't afford $5,000 for a woodworking sign. But they're super cool. Is that how cool. much that sign is? They start at three grand. Um, and they're super intricate and they're so cool. And I would love to be able to do crazy stuff like that. I know. Like, I think that is just awesome. What a beautiful piece of yes, art. Right? So cool. And he even says, he's like, you will pass this down in your family for generations. Like, it will last forever. Like, yeah. you're investing yeah, in a not, piece of, huh. like, an heirloom that you're making. So I get it. And I'm sure his skill is amazing. Yeah. Like, but, I know it is. It's yeah, amazing. Super cool. But those kind of things are just crazy to me. What a fun trade, though. Could you imagine, yeah. like, your job, what you did for a living was carve signs for Disney? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How cool how is that? cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a cool job. Maybe that's what I want before I die is to be like, I did something cool with my life. I know, right? That's why I think carpentry sounds fun. Because I, I could like yeah. build something that 
I would pass down. Yeah, I think that's super cool. I love taking photography. Like that picture I took. Like, yeah. There's a bunch and of pictures. And that's a great that photo. I just like, I really enjoy that. And that's something I, I would like to do when I retire is to do something that I enjoy. So Before we end this conversation, yes. <laughs> I haven't mentioned this yet. I asked my brother. Oh, yes. When he was a child, I said, what did you want to be when you grew up? And now I will preface this by saying that my experience with my brother, who is six years older than me, mm-hmm. has always been that he always wanted to work at my father's oh, okay. sign company. All right. Ever, as long as I can, as far back as I can sure. remember, that was always his plan. Okay. And... I was just, we, that was just like common knowledge. That was just accepted information. There was, was no yeah. explanation for why he felt that way or anything like that. It was just, that was the plan. That was what was going to happen. Sure. But he had the desire to do it. It wasn't my father expecting him to sure. do it. I did know, I didn't do know that. Yeah. Um. So I said to Tori, what did you want to be when you were a child? And he said, no hesitation. First, he said, I wanted to be a baseball player. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I guess. Why didn't you become a baseball player? And he was like, because I'm not athletic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good reason. Yes. Yeah. I am also not a basketball player because I am not athletic enough. I loved playing basketball sure. growing up, but, but I am. There's not the skill level there. For I didn't to... even. I barely made the sophomore basketball team at a school where we lost more games than we won. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So, so, yeah. Not going to be a basketball player. <laughs> then, this is what was interesting to me because okay. when Tori was little, mm-hmm. my father didn't own the sign business. True. Okay. Yeah. So, this goes back to something else. And my brother said he wanted to be a pizza maker. <gasps> Aww. <laughs> and I realized after he said it that it's because when he was little, my father owned a pizza place. Yeah. And I just find it extremely beautiful that mm. my brother has always wanted to follow to in, follow in my dad's yeah. footsteps. It is not something I realized about him. And yeah. if he listens to this episode, he's <laughs> probably going to feel a little embarrassed. I hope not. Yeah, uh, no, that's Because awesome. I just think it is a beautiful it is. thing that, first of all, I think it's very cool that my dad has been an, enough of an inspiration to at least one person, if not both of us, yeah. to encourage us to work for ourselves and mm-hmm. follow what, what he set out um, and allow his legacy to continue. To continue, yeah. And that we're excited enough about it that that's what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, for my brother to have such an appreciation for my dad as a child mm-hmm. and far enough along that as a grown man, when when going to college and graduating from college, still having that desire to come and work at the sign shop is just like, it's very cool. Both of them. It's very cool cool. of both of them. Uh, And I just thought that was so cool that he wanted to be a pizza maker. Yeah. Aw, I like that. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe when he retires, he'll make pizzas. Oh, (laughs) yeah. He does make Detroit-style pizza once in a while. He's really perfected that. Uh, If you've never had... I'm sure you haven't because I've only ever had it once. I got him to make it Mm -hmm. for the Super Bowl last year. Okay. 
uh, they came over and watched the Super Bowl, which is funny because my brother makes it a point not to watch football. Oh, Philosophically, really? he doesn't support football because <laughs> it's dangerous. That's what he said. Okay. Because there's too many injuries and it ruins people's lives and blah, 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 blah. blah yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But some of us just love violence, okay? And sometimes I mean, you just want to see some real life violence. Yeah. I mean, my husband sells TV shows to me on like, this has violence and revenge. You would like it. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, since we don't normally do this, but I like to do this, I would like to recommend a television show Ooh. to literally everyone, but especially you. Okay. There is a show. I think it's on Hulu, although I, got I that. yeah, it's called The Bear. Okay. I've heard of it. I've read about it. I should say. You have to watch it. Okay. It's, I'm not going to tell you very much, but I yeah. will say that it's based on a an italian beef restaurant mm-hmm. in chicago yep. and i won't say anything else okay i have read i have i read an article about it when it first came out um but i have not watched oh, it granted i've got like seven seasons of ted lasso so to catch up on i don't even know how many they have seasons, two okay, whatever. two seasons it's not that much you're gonna be fine you're gonna catch up let me know when you get to and then i will there's an episode okay. where one of the characters goes on a, a little tirade uh i <laughs> I, I don't want to even describe it because okay. it's All so right. good. It's my favorite line in the whole show. <laughs> All right. We are so we are catching up on that. So once That's we wonderful. The bear is only that, one season. Okay. It's then only can, like wa- then eight I can episodes. hop on that. Because we got rid of cable, so now we have like all the streaming things, which we already had all the streaming things, so we're right. really not like yeah. wasting anything. We already had Hulu and Disney and Netflix. We just got Apple TV, so yes. now we just don't watch cable, and I don't miss it. No. <laughs> so Here's how I'm going to sell the bear to you. Okay. Just one last thing. Right. I will say there is an episode, episode seven. It's a one shot. The oh. entire episode is a one shot. Oh. It's one shot the entire wow. thing. Wow. Okay. Nah, it's All perfection. Right. It's so good. It stresses you out, but it makes you feel good, and you just want a beef sandwich while you're watching it. Nice. And it makes All you right. love food. And when we were in Napa, I mm-hmm. thought about it a lot oh. because one of the characters used to be a chef at a restaurant in Napa. That's oh. like his backstory. Okay. And actually, when we went to the Culinary Institute, yeah. they had uh, aprons oh. that said "Yes, Chef" on yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. That's from the bear. That's oh, why really? those were there. Oh, cool. I yes. had no idea. All right. Well, now I will have to check it out. So, yeah. All right. I'm adding it to my TV watching. <laughs> Please do. My, my TV so watching. There you list. go, guys. Maybe at the end of episodes now, we'll make like a recommendation. I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> the bear. Convenient distraction. Yeah. Is, see? Look at this. Look what we're we just did. Tying we it just all kept in. going. <laughs> all right. Well, I will uh, add that to my list. And thank you all for joining us yeah, tonight. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.